pressure on me now <laughs> <laughs> okay i will cut this part out all right good morning welcome to the house number 79 podcast episode number 3 and we are recording this for the second time because i forgot to turn on the mics the first <laughs> <laughs> yes the, uh, the least important part of a podcast turning <laughs> on the mics it happens to everyone yeah we have joseph here with us and uh, his full name is joseph kevin abraham i mean i'm just introducing you stop yeah, that face i it's my problem with the name but yeah the know. mic's not facing you properly yeah now check no that's not yeah speak uh oh that's much better yeah okay cool anyway um if you guys hear any disturbance in the audio it's because we're uh, recording this at 10 a.m in the morning usually we do this at midnight or after that but uh there's a lot of environmental noise so please ignore that we sound much better than that <laughs> anyway <laughs> hi joseph how are you doing hello i'm doing doing well <laughs> that was there was some hesitation there no no, no. but we'll get to that anyway <laughs> This is not a podcast. This is a therapy session. Yes. Um can you introduce yourself to our listeners please? Oh god, this wasn't there the last time. <laughs> I prepared. No. Uh I am I don't know. I heard Nikhil say he was an explorer and Yeah. I was so annoyed because that's such a good word. But uh I just think that I'm someone who enjoys happiness and I oh. strive to achieve as much happiness as possible on any given day. That's it. I was just asking what you do for a living but okay that's it I I really don't like what I do for a living is not what my job is right now so I don't choose not to define myself with that Oh yeah yeah right makes sense it sounds so annoying it, I sound it, aggressively pretentious by saying stuff like that but, but that is you so it's yeah. okay Ouch okay <laughs> <laughs> No anyway um so for some context I have known Joseph for a good 4 years now We've been very close for almost two, two and a half years yeah. now, and uh, I mean, I think he's the only friend I talk to every day because we play FIFA and we kind of have to. You didn't play yesterday. I was busy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, we're pretty close. Uh, we were on similar paths. I think not similar, but yeah, similar. Not exact same, similar. but similar paths exactly. till at least second year, and then we took uh, different courses in life. and he just yeah that's all so he was you took science right yep <laughs> i was yeah. i was a science student yeah but today you're in an hr department you know in an mnc accenture is an mnc no yes it yeah. is mm-hmm. um, but yeah i'm in hr and communication okay so uh, i'm not strictly hr all right Uh, I do the business partner role within HR. So But like, explain the shift from science to this. Right. So, twelfth grade, everyone's preparing for the JEE mains and the CET because obviously, as a science student with decent grades, your only options are, uh, you know, to become an engineer or a doctor. And I had taken electronics mm-hmm. in twelfth grade, which so means engineering yeah. was the only option. Right. And I really liked electronics. Electronics was arguably my favorite subject oh. in science so far. I was really I really enjoyed doing electronics and understanding tech. Mm-hmm. Right? So even the basic components of it like just what makes up a battery and stuff okay. would really grasp my attention. Right. And <clears throat> voice crack sorry puberty in <laughs> middle of a podcast uh but yes uh i was you know that was happening and i really enjoyed electronics but the physics chemistry and math aspect of it especially pu mm-hmm. uh the karnataka pu boards it completely drained me to the point okay. where i despised everything except for electronics mm-hmm. and i did go for tuitions for mm-hmm. uh, my je means because Sure, <laughs> and uh, I enjoyed meeting the people there in the evening. It gave me a chance to unwind. But what that made my schedule was: mm-hmm. I go to college at nine. Mm-hmm. College ends at about four thirty. Mm-hmm. I come home, get something quickly, maybe to eat. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not even that. Mm-hmm. Change clothes, uh, take a quick shower, and uh, go to my tuitions. Eight mm-hmm. thirty till eight thirty, yeah. I'm in my tuitions. And then come back from there. If I have some preparation to do for tomorrow, some maybe some lab record to write, 
do that mm-hmm. it's 10 o'clock yeah and this is i mean i relate to this a lot because this is basically the routine of every, every science, science student school. from 9th grade onwards with the you know advent of fidji and whatever these yeah, yeah, places yeah no are. i think see obviously it is the effort you put in for an eventual you know yeah this uh, you but Fruit. i've just seen more people failing because of the way the system is than the number of people yeah succeeding. obviously the system is the problem in most situations yeah. mm-hmm. but as of now i think if that system was easier mm-hmm. i would be an engineer and i would yeah. be and would you an, regret that yeah probably because uh, i would i you can do the things you're good at and make money mm-hmm. but you can also do the things you're good at and love make money and be happy Right. right so that is the approach i took and it's mm-hmm. very optimistic at that age yeah, yeah i think the freedom my parents gave me and the little bit of privilege that i had from them saying we'll see what happens you come <laughs> uh and they said that with without a lot of uh, financial backing if i didn't that to you're the first born so yeah it's a lot mm. of uh my the rest of my family really didn't i remember there was an uncle mm-hmm. who knew my rank Was. and stuff he was he's still around i apologize but uh he knew my rank and stuff and mm-hmm. his daughter had done engineering just the previous mm-hmm. year and i had beaten her by some distance <laughs> good and much. he was so annoyed he was like this is like would have been the best engineer in our family what the fuck are you thinking to my parents mm-hmm. am i allowed to swear i'm going to swear and uh he told my parents like what were you thinking you know yeah. letting this kid he's in 12th grade how do you know he's making the right decision mm-hmm. you're supposed to advise him and my dad was very clear he said do engineering don't just take it off a whim it's a good uh, you know it's a good course even though there's a lot good students do well and i was like yeah fine and that's when i think uh, we touched upon the last podcast i was in the cet exam yeah post ge ge had gone well i was very happy and um, i remember doing those exams i got happiness from doing the exam well not what doing the exam well meant for the future if mm-hmm. you get what i mean mm-hmm. the task went well yeah and you obviously are happy when any task goes well oh i did uh, say you get assigned some random edit okay mm-hmm. it's not no i can actually that. assign this to last night she was with me oh, okay uh, for like anushka's in the room that's anushka <laughs> is arman's friend yeah so uh, she was with me and on the way back from the gig i was like i just feel very weirdly satisfied today right because i had a good gig exactly i don't know what the footage looks like exactly. i don't know what the edit is going to be but the task was completed in a very nice Efficient. manner yeah everything you wanted happened and it's just during the gig i realized that i'm doing what i love for a living and making exactly. a living out of that and i just it's it was just a very satisfying feeling so that feeling mm. was there when i completed the exam but i didn't get that satisfaction of i know i'm i know i'm not going to write exams for the rest of my life but i mm. knew that this is not what i want to apply right right mm-hmm. and i may have been stupid i may have been that is that doesn't matter now but mm. now when i look back at it in that cet exam when i was writing and i decided that i don't think i want to do this and i want to explore other options mm-hmm. and uh, like i told you in ninth grade i did my first internship with uh, TOI yeah yeah right mm-hmm. and i f- i loved it dude like it was the best experience of my schooling outside of my friend circle right like like an extracurricular ex- experience that mm-hmm. was the best mm-hmm. sounds like sex <laughs> but <laughs> no sorry. it doesn't i know i just seemed like it did okay. but yeah um and uh, the you know that sort of put me on the path of i'm good at other things okay right till then i was like oh i play i can play football well i defend well and mm-hmm. then i can also i study well so obviously something in that regard and uh, this told me that wh- i've been mining debating my entire life yeah you look but like i never saw it as uh, something that would lead to right a career option or hmm. how did that help the person that you are oh i think munning at least munners are a hated community all yeah. of a sudden right uh, not all of a sudden uh, i when i was munning uh, you just was, weren't with the people who weren't munning so yeah, they, yeah, you yeah. didn't know how no no, no i made. did i did i would uh, my friends weren't munning <laughs> right and they would they would come and do logistics because then they just get to have the time off and the food yeah. but they wouldn't have to do any of the work right and uh, <laughs> that. that seemed like the smarter option to me as well but i really liked munning mm-hmm. unfortunately and um, yeah i uh, 
I just enjoyed the process of convincing people a lot, oh, communicating, okay. uh, research. No wait, so did money and debating help you gain that uh, experience of convincing people, or did you already have that? because of something i would say with each month i learned better ways to apply myself but i oh. did have it a bit from so that's I don't where know if it all went wrong no i i, I don't yeah maybe who knows <laughs> but growing up i think the context of my family environment also where i was the first born mm-hmm. who had to push the boundary each time like yeah. i very it's very weird okay so my dad mom my mom is less protective than my dad about me and mm-hmm. it's um more along the lines of each time i need to do something new and explore something that he isn't okay with mm-hmm. i had to make that move and convince him yeah. from a very young age so, so you so have this yeah, yeah so this and it just started showing in other uh, situations like in class and with teachers and stuff right, and right. like how <laughs> and i'm just they're like no so i will uh, i mean i would actually like to give a lot of examples here i don't know if i can give a specific one but i could be doing the worst like most fuck all thing on the planet and i would just go to joseph and be like uh i need help you know should i do this and whatever stance he takes he will convince me that it's right <laughs> <laughs> no that that doesn't sound good no but like it depends on what stance yeah, you take yeah. i didn't say you take the wrong stance so no it's not about the wrong stance but what i want to make clear is the only way i think i convince people is by listening to them fully first yeah yeah right? that is important See, i mean don't get don't be afraid of getting cancelled i don't yeah. get cancelled like four <laughs> people are going to watch this okay <laughs> so my I, mom is one of them <laughs> i guess hi adi uh, and no but that's not disrespectful four people watching a four hour long chief how long is this i don't know yeah an hour long podcast is really good right but my point is like you said mm-hmm. getting back to the whole switch to science, switch to humanities or uh, pursuing what i thought was my talent back then it was just writing words english communication convincing people all of that stuff i didn't know what to do with it so i went online i'm like good courses for coming cb comes up okay yeah. and i'm like okay oh okay. no we all did that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was in like oh words uh, did you do the wordle today no i did not did you No, she did, and she's got it. God damn! I'm three rows down. Dude, I slept early yesterday preparing for this. I like slept. I needed to wake up early. I slept at three. <laughs> and and look at this, my brother. Mm-hmm. He uh he he his uniform he irons it and leaves it in my room. Okay. Okay. So he came to pick it up, and my alarm has rung at that time. <laughs> and he wanted to be nice. He's like, it's a weekend. He's forgotten to turn off his alarm. Oh. It's seven a.m. I don't wake up at seven a.m. There's clearly a reason the time is different. He turns off all the alarms and leaves. And when he was turning it off, I sort of heard the belt and all that. And I was like, oh, is it? Is he waking up early today? I am thinking in my sleep. And then he leaves. And yeah, I'm late now. No, it's okay. You're not late. Hmm. We can push all our plans for you, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Anyway, so once the shift happened, hmm. uh, I'm going to ask a straightforward question now. Yeah. Are you happy doing what you're doing? I am because, like I said, what I am actively doing right now, my job, mm-hmm. it is a means to an end. Right. Right. I say this to anyone mm-hmm. who is outside of my job. But like, you haven't reached that end. Yeah. So how are you the happy? The pursuit of that end is just as you know. Oh. So you're getting contentment out of the journey and not the destination. <laughs> yes, that that is the best way to put it. Thank you. <laughs> no, I I would say that uh, the see as long as I know that I'm working towards my eventual goal and the steps it takes to get to my eventual goal, mm-hmm. I know I'm not wasting my time because the only resource we have at the end of the day is the time that you know. by given like you can that's a smart thing to say it's in not the a beginning smart of a podcast say, like what can you claim as your own in the world like your house isn't your money is your own till someone else needs it or you need to exchange it and no that is not <laughs> your own it's literally you literally said your before you said it but um yeah your time like consider friendships how yeah. do friendships build you've shared your resource of time together mm-hmm. and boom you have a friendship and mm. sure they shared experiences a lot of other things but without that investment of time mm-hmm. nothing no human relationship will be built did you hear that yeah <laughs> <laughs> is letting you know yeah. 
so okay um that explains your contentment because you are one of the very few uh, friends i don't have a lot of you know tight friends but mm-hmm. out of whoever i talk to be tight <laughs> <laughs> out of whoever i talk to there's not a lot of people who are very happy with their jobs or what they're doing right but you seem to be content you're not complaining all the time even though i'm pretty no, sure it's no a i don't training. see obviously i have a lot of i have off days really bad days mm-hmm. at the job mm-hmm. because it's not something i wake up and go i want to do hr today <laughs> it's not it's not what i what do. is what is your normal day look like average day in okay, your life av- a day on average is i wake up at about 8:30 okay wow uh, all the dressing up blah 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 why uh, you dress up man all that i mean just have bath you guys have to switch on the camera no no oh, okay so i'm good <laughs> No, on days when I oversleep, I just wake up exactly yeah, at ten yeah, and log in, and I'm like, <laughs> on all the calls. But yeah, um, so I need to log in. Mm-hmm. I work from home, right? Which is amazing. I right. love working from home. To yeah. anyone who thinks going to the office is better, you're an idiot. But okay. you live with a family. You live like in your home, home. I, yeah, lot, which is more all the more reason. I mean, yeah, fair, yeah. fair. That's good. <laughs> uh, I take it back. You're not an idiot. I'm the idiot for saying you're an idiot. <laughs> Uh, okay, but no um you log in i log in 10 10 10 am mm-hmm. uh work 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 uh, find some time for lunch in between and i oh, say they this, don't give you time for we lunch? do we okay. do get some but if i take the lunch break i'll have to log off a little late so i don't oh i just eat what i can and then after that i have a good meal because my are you guys paid according to your hours or days we get paid according to our hours like 8 hours but it doesn't matter some days we work way more some days maybe Oh, oh there's no overtime there's no concept. you can you have to get approved though. overtime is always oh, approved oh it's like yellow or uh, yellow forms in christ in a way yeah, yeah, yeah. sure <laughs> yellow forms in christ highly esoteric but are non christites listening to this i don't know but um yeah so if you want overtime say i work extra over the on a thursday right. which is generally when i work extra mm-hmm. then the likelihood of me getting overtime is less because they'll just view it as oh you're putting an effort on your job or i want to get paid <laughs> and that's a little annoying mm-hmm. like those days i really get annoyed and those days but i see them as just obstacles to like personally i maybe this is just who i am and what i'm capable of but uh, i don't like complaining i don't see what it achieves okay i like talking about things but if what if complaining problem, like what if it's a situation where complaining will achieve something then yeah i will complain as long as it achieves something mm-hmm. i'm not going to complain for no reason i'm not going to complain to my mum about work because it makes no sense to me and when i say complain it's a very different thing from talk about it yeah. right if i'm going to express myself and say that you know i feel this way about work mm-hmm. as opposed to oh work just sucks <laughs> that's that's i don't take right, that right, approach right. i instead you know talk sorry uh, <laughs> <laughs> i instead just choose to talk about actual things that i can work on so okay. my it, approach to any conversation is this is what i'm experiencing at work mm-hmm. how can i make it better and how do i not feel this the next time it happens etc and i have this conversation with my mother even my lead for that matter at work mm-hmm. i have very uh, i have a good team luckily okay. oh that's nice so yeah at least Obviously, they're they're nice to some people and not nice to others. Right. So, so you get shit done. So they're exactly, nice to you. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, so in the UNSC yesterday, they had a vote, and right. India abstained from it. India yeah. abstained from voting. Yeah. What do you think about what that? What did they vote about again? I'm sorry, I don't. <laughs> no, uh, they abstained from voting. Oh wait, yeah, uh, the Russia and Ukraine conflict, guys. Not the conflict. Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Okay, sorry. And, uh, no, it's fine. It's mm-hmm. not a political thing, and I don't, I don't think we can view that abstaining as a black and white situation because sure, we all hate. I mean, a good majority of those probably listening to this, or even liberals in general, don't agree with the right-wing approach. But even if it was a government we wanted, mm-hmm. India would probably have abstained given our situation in this. Yeah. Based on our foreign policy, mm-hmm. right? We need Russia's support for all future conflicts yeah, with China. Yeah, seventy percent of our defense supplies, supplies are from Russia. From Russia, mm-hmm. and we need trade and etc. from the United States. Mm-hmm. So if this escalates. India will be forced to take a stand. What was the United States vote? Did they also abstain? Not at all. 
course they they did they voted against of course they voted against the invasion dude mm-hmm. they've been so the nato mm-hmm. which is which is um, north atlantic something something mm-hmm. i forget the full form but it is this group of european countries that have come together to form a sort of defensive alliance and they also have a block in the un now, yeah yeah right mm-hmm. so russia has always been intimidated by this mm-hmm. and that is the intention Russia hated the fact that Ukraine was potentially going to join the NATO mm-hmm. because that allows NATO to legally have defense systems set up within Ukraine which threatens Russia more security. powerful in a way right mm-hmm. right NATO is more powerful and their influence over the eastern side of Europe and Asia in a way mm-hmm. because Russia is such a huge chunk of land mm-hmm. uh increases which right. Russia does not want Putin doesn't want that and obviously he annexed Crimea and there's a lot of things shady shit that he does in that area mm-hmm. but you know in terms of just looking at India's approach mm-hmm. overall it's not uh, we can't just take a black and white stance and say no India should vote in the UNSC and this and that because foreign policy is dealing with countries dude like it's millions of people yeah on a obviously on our moral grounds I am free to have what opinion I want mm-hmm. but when it comes to our ambassadors who need to think about what the future implications are mm-hmm. and not just go on the morality of it all mm-hmm. because sure today they'll vote against the conflict say that mm-hmm. day after few few years down the line China invades our uh, you know the Arunachal Arunachal side of things yeah. and mm-hmm. they try to push the line of control even more we will need we Russia need Russia's support russia will have to come out and say if you don't stop invading we will sanction we will put sanctions on china mm-hmm. right so to maintain all of that i think on a you know on that grounds i can understand why india isn't i don't even time. know how i segued from your job to russia i think you just brought up the vote yeah because <laughs> i mean i read it the first thing like yeah, when i woke yeah. up today and i was just no, like no it's it's i think one thing that's really surprising me is watching the way this war is taking place yeah um, it's so different compared to different. everything that i've seen because it's happening live on our phones like we're seeing each and every detail yeah but it. it's such a skewed version of the reality of it all because we're calling the ukrainian soldiers who are obviously very brave mm-hmm. for doing what they're doing mm-hmm. and you know sticking the middle finger to the man in this case which mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. the russian army and we're saying that that is bravery and it's amazing mm-hmm. but really it's it's butchery right because it's a small country with no resources to stand up to this huge army that's coming towards them mm-hmm. and obviously they have two options run or be brave and it's like uh, face things 300 yes it's very <laughs> 300 right now the intention yeah. here is do you be the 300 do you, or do you be sm- i mean no, i, I don't want to take a stand about you know what they should don't, do i i don't see obviously us taking a stand up it doesn't matter yeah and i'm not called it i don't even not know enough yeah but yeah. i'm just really surprised to see some of the reactions because uh, no people are people are just driven by emotions no very emotional yes so it's that just the, they see the person flipping off a russian warship and they're and like they're, oh yeah wow. no it's a very underdog situation we love yeah, underdogs so. yeah yeah exactly yeah but it's all the fact that anyone on reddit right now has access to videos which shouldn't be on the be internet be on the internet yeah they're scarring for life i just feel like uh, i don't know if this has happened with you but after the pandemic at least mm. we've been so desensitized to the idea of death no i think that that's always been a situation No but it's just been a lot more yes. now because after True. people have carried so many dead bodies seen people dropping dead every now and then and reading every day yeah you those numbers were crazy right the first 3 days of the the first couple of months of the pandemic mm. every day you were stressed and worried about how yeah. many new cases were there mm-hmm. uh and etc and you were so so you know engrossed in understanding where mm-hmm. india stands the world stands mm-hmm. when it comes to this mm-hmm. particular situation and then 3 months to that <laughs> yeah. you're scrolling past it mm-hmm. you want to know what happened in this person's life that person's life it's you want to learn the latest tiktok yeah things. and it's not desensitization is is very true but yeah. i think people just realize that death as a concept mm-hmm. has always existed it's just suddenly being thrown no, in no, our face no obviously faces, it's like, always know. existed no yeah. but the reason i'm bringing that particular sentence up is because now mm-hmm. with this added 
daily almost update on how many deaths there have yeah. been. Yeah. I was just like, oh. Okay. Okay. Cool. Let's go. That's, Let's that's move nice. on. I'm alive. Yeah. And I have always growing up, I don't know how, but mm-hmm. gore just hasn't affected me. Yeah. Right? It could be uh wow, all the possible noises yeah, happening. Yeah. Right and maybe now. you should shut the door. We can But she's getting food. It. Yeah, yeah, wait. Oh, okay. All right. I have shut all doors and windows now. Hopefully lesser noise. Anyway, okay. what were we talking about? Desensitization to Desensitization. Death. Yeah, I think no, I it's a very privileged thing to talk about because I didn't experience a very close personal death from the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Even like I never had a very close I mean, obviously friends and friends of friends and a couple Yeah, but of a really but close person. I won't yeah. I may sound like an asshole who says this, but no one who really mattered to me died. It's okay. not an asshole thing to say. No, it's just I, a fact. No, it's it is a fact. Yes, yeah, but yeah. no one who had a direct impact on my life mm-hmm. really was mm-hmm. directly impacted by this, by COVID, obviously. Yeah. And not the Russia Ukraine. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. Like it's easy for us to talk about desensitization, but what about those who've actually had a death in the family and stuff like that? Yeah. No. Or even other. Sure. I mean. I can't take everyone's perspective into my fair fair no I'm just brain. trying to make sure that yeah know, I mean that is I can try all day to be politically correct no I'm not trying to be politically correct it's mm-hmm. just that empathy is something that we we true. lack in general true 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 right and any attempt at being more empathetic is viewed as oh he's trying to be politically correct but no mm-hmm. I am trying to look at all the perspectives that I don't have mm-hmm. and acknowledge that they exist I may not have acknowledged all of them mm-hmm. but even that one acknowledgement is important right no but the point my main point was i'm mm. so sorry to no cut problem off. but what happened was when i was watching those videos last night on reddit right mm-hmm. from the invasion mm-hmm. i wasn't desensitized at all okay like i legit had tears in my eyes oh i see because like there was a literal sukhoi flying over a village oh. and the house from where she was recording the video got got hit got hit yeah and i can hear babies crying and shit yeah and i'm just like this should not be on, on the, the internet. internet you know firstly it shouldn't happen obviously of course and if it's happening it shouldn't be on the internet and it's just wild that you know we live in the times where this is happening and on the same like you go on twitter and people are like world war 3 is happening exams yeah. will be online and i'm just like no this this is not okay what do yeah. we do about this how do we this, this is the eventual i think we've been moving in the direction of achieving what we previously thought was a dystopia right right we've been we've <laughs> reached the, there's a metaverse arman <laughs> there is a metaverse there's that meme mark yeah, zuckerberg mere metaverse mein ladu mere metaverse mein aakel more ladu please no but i i know a lot of this is such a cliche concept of how we are now dystopia it is it is very true and i think you spoke about how do we solve this or change it no we can't solve it we can't solve it. it we can't change yeah, it what we can do happen. is educate people to know how to react to things like this a lot of people are trying lot like that's mostly enough. whoever right. is being affected by it loses their shit like you can see on twitter what's happened is all the people from ukraine have put a flag next to them yeah. like the blue and yellow flag and they are genuinely like guys please stop joking about this yeah because this shit is serious now true true and they're still not stopping like what what and else can you it's do it's the internet yeah anonymity is the greatest <laughs> curse i mean to bestow on anyone and i mean it it's a no. curse in such situation no it's a curse in any situation on the internet when you're not fighting for something that is worth fighting for mm-hmm. and i mean this i feel very strongly about it mm-hmm. right i think there should be verification for every profile with your real name right so if you want mm. you want to put an opinion out there mm-hmm. right then maybe obviously this probably won't hold true when you're but what about security security etc yeah. but wh- when i say this the reason i'm saying this where is the accountability for what you say on mm-hmm. the internet then right? that's where uh, that comes in what is that censorship censorship mm-hmm. exactly no i'm not saying let there not be censorship no no there I'm should be censorship on portals where you're anonymous no and i don't see censorship again is a different issue altogether i mm-hmm. think accountability can you say that you are accountable for what you say today me as a human being i walk out of the on the road and i scream some stupid shit mm-hmm. who's accountable for what's just been said if someone around me takes offense to it who do they come talk to mm. right and now obviously the answer to taking offense something isn't like you sh- 
you know going and being an aggressor or whatever mm-hmm. but i think conversation is something that everyone needs to yeah, actively they, take part yeah. in more and uh, if one the U- even the ukraine response to all of this the mm. ukrainian people ukraini i don't know yeah the balls of steel president yeah good lord wow yeah i don't I know this i mean i admire him i do I admire do. him yeah. from a very it's i i just can't relate to that kind of bravery yeah the, did you see the video where he's on the streets yes, and he's like come for us we're yeah. here we're waiting exactly and just like you're not ready for what Putin What? will send your way. No, and I I think he knows that very well. Yeah. And they're just hoping and relying on the world probably kicking in <laughs> and saying, "Can you please stop?" Mm-hmm. And I don't think they will anytime mm-hmm. soon. Not the way that Ukraine expects. Sure, I know for a fact that Russia has already said stop all military actions and come talk. Mm-hmm. It'll next go to No, no, Russia has said uh Russia has told the Ukraine military to overthrow the government. Yeah. They like when you overthrow the government then i'll come talk to you yeah i don't want to talk to that he used a lot of words Zilinsky. and all yeah. yeah so yeah anyway enough about russia let's talk about you <laughs> and your idea of life uh so now that you've switched to hr i mean hr and communications mm-hmm. but i know you have a passion for writing i do yes yeah and uh, we've written together quite yes, a lot and uh, we've worked on films and a lot of shit mm-hmm. uh It, you know it brings you a sense of happiness and contentment how do you plan on ach- do you want to make a living out of it uh yes obviously mm-hmm. that is an eventual make a living i don't know what make a full fledged like, living like in if you have a family you are providing <laughs> for that family see this may just be from my perspective but i don't personally see it as the safest option for me right for oh. me no i'm not saying right now Yeah, in the future, yes. Once, so my plan is mm-hmm. uh, to just keep writing on the side, always. Mm-hmm. I'm always writing. I mm-hmm. don't know. I've never shared this before, but every day I have two hours set aside to writing for myself. Oh wow! Okay. Not two hours. Sorry. That's a lot. Two hours is a lot of time. Two I hours is what you would ideally. Two hours give. to reading and writing. Right. Right. Okay. So I, in those two hours, I read stuff, including news. Okay. So I don't have a lot of time mm-hmm. to. give writing on mm-hmm. some days to give news on some days to give just reading a book on some days mm-hmm. so i and it's really hard to give these two hours in a day also because we play fifa and yeah. so much to do so it's it, i usually the sacrifice i have to sacrifice one or the other thing because of true, true. that nature right so when i do get to it that part of my day is something i look forward to a lot mm-hmm. writing and mm-hmm. putting my stuff Because I know personally that you are extremely driven when you write. Yeah. You have this sense of excitement attached with it. True. Recently, when we did that one-minute writing yeah. challenge and all that, <laughs> right? Like you, uh, you would do that over anything else, like your job at least. Yeah. yeah. Any sure. time of the day, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what steps? And I mean, I'm not saying this in a condescending manner, no, but no like, problem. what steps are you taking towards? uh making a living out of this being able to make a living being able to this. so when you say make a living do you mean monetize it yeah monetize it in a way where you can live off of just writing yeah yeah so i am honestly mm-hmm. as of now my next step is not to make a living off of writing okay it is to make money all right okay because uh i don't have uh, the luxury of financial backing mm-hmm. if my writing fails true right mm-hmm. writing is a very 50 50 and i can back myself i know i have talent etc mm-hmm. etc but a lot of it flex no uh, not flex <laughs> i think it's uh, no no everyone has to have that much self i'm allowed to make jokes much <laughs> no <laughs> not when i'm talking about things but yeah uh, no it is very important to for me to be aware of my context mm. right so if i if writing fails my backup will probably be run back to hr because that's the only thing i have experience in true right so i want to get financial stability mm-hmm. in something that i enjoy doing it's not yeah. like i hate hr it's not like you there hate are it. aspects of it that are part of my interest convincing mm-hmm. people slogan writing etc etc there are some parts <laughs> transactional stuff that i don't enjoy right right but there is it's a good job for yeah. me as and a person and it's paying you well so it's paying me well hmm. uh and the eventual idea is to grow in that regard mhm and do writing stand up 
everything else that I really love. Mm-hmm. And I say really love in the sense that I really love it, but I haven't been able to devote enough time to it over these years mm-hmm. to Makes monetize sense. it per se. Right. You've done that, which I really admire. You mm-hmm. loved cinematography. No, because I chose, and firstly, I have my parental backing, yeah, which I'm very grateful for. Thanks, yeah. mom. Thanks, <laughs> papa. But right. uh, also, I just uh, devoted an entire two years into exactly. Yeah, so it I makes sense now. I didn't have that clarity at that time. Yeah, I didn't know what I wanted to eventually become. Mm-hmm. I, there was obviously the option of a writer. Mm-hmm. I loved, I loved doing stand-up, dude. Like when I was. uh in college i just didn't tell a lot of people at least mm. till halfway through se- second year or halfway through the second sem something like that i would keep doing open mics mm. in and around koramanga so i'd leave college mm. with my bag and she never anything over event home but i'd just go i would chill at a restaurant and then at 8 o'clock that'd be a mic mm. i'd go finish it and go home mm. right that happened and even i started in 11th grade 12th grade Okay. And it's not like the mics went badly. Sure, I had a couple of bad mics, but I was able to hold the crowd, get a few right. laughs, and all that. Right. And I really enjoyed doing that. Mm-hmm. And I got decent feedback. And this, it's an option. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy doing it because I, my whole thing is I want, I like interacting with people. And when they laugh, I'm just like, yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. There's writing. There's making content with you, videography, mm-hmm. making films. Right. Right. Just. I think just the concept of putting anything novel into the world is hmm. really it really energizes me. I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Something new that hasn't existed before. That's the best we can do, right? As human beings. <laughs> What else when after such useless things? I'm so annoyed with the amount of noise outside. Wow. <laughs> I haven't heard that since 2000. Okay, I was a baby then, but I haven't heard that in years and today yes. This guy does rounds here in the morning, in the oh, afternoon and the evening. He makes like good bail though. 25 bucks. Oh, he's a bail dude. Bail. Yeah, he's No, he's not <laughs> offering you anybody to jail. Huh? <laughs> anybody in jail here? No, he's obviously he sells bail puri. Okay. <laughs> uh. But that's a weird sound if he was giving bail. <laughs> No bail is not freedom, guys. I'm not an idiot. Okay. Anyway, uh, Joseph, what does <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> what does love mean to you? Oh no! <laughs> uh, wait. Uh, you can choose to answer this or not, but no. you have to be honest about it if you choose to answer. Oh God! It. No, no. I, the the question that follows: okay. Are you in a relationship right now or not? No. Okay. Now answer the question: What does love mean? Right. Fuck uh, this. No. Um, <laughs> What if she listens to this? <laughs> she doesn't. Uh this thing. <laughs> no, guys. I'm not in a relationship and uh I don't really know if I can define what love means to me. It's just it's a very good feeling is all I know. I've been in love a couple of times before or at mm-hmm. least I think I have. I don't know in future if I feel love again. Like, oh, is it different? Oh my god. <laughs> you don't have to come closer for those comments. <laughs> Right? I I don't want to be surprised all of a sudden. No, that makes sense. Yes, sir. Come in, please. We have come here to talk. <laughs> you on the swiggy guy on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you. The heroes of the pandemic. <laughs> I hated that. By the way, we talk about that later if we can. The whole oh, we delivery people so nice. Pandemic doing work. Fucking, you're forcing them by ordering, bastard. <laughs> Yeah, but like I mean, people like me had no option. I don't care uh, about people like you. You have money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on. So you think that love is a very nice feeling that oh, you felt a couple dude, times. Dude, being in love is sorry. I'm a hopeless romantic. Yeah. Right. I dude. I, I don't come off like that, right? Yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. I seem very rational, but I fucking love being in love. <laughs> okay. Like, uh, how do I you was, know you're in love? Oh. Dude, you're gonna make me say some freaking nasty shit. No, I mean nasty to me because I just don't. This is my approach to it. I just like you wake up and the first thing you want is to know the well-being of that person, right? Obviously. So, and for me, hmm. even if I'm not in a relationship with the person that I love, and it's not possible at that time, hmm. as long as they're happy, I am still deriving happiness from that. 
which is fucking toxic <laughs> no right? it's not i right? feel like i relate but to but i'm that. i'm saying it you i i don't know how i possess this but if i'm in love with someone mm-hmm. i don't have to be with them right oh it's fine for me if they're not ready to be with me at that time i understand like obviously we all want no, to be love with them as in in a, in a relationship, relationship or physically both because are you in a relationship what if you're physically? in a what if you're in a long Harbaugh? distance relationship <laughs> obviously dude i think i'm i i was really well suited for long distance for a very long time like i tried it also but like in a very non labeled manner mm-hmm. uh quite a while ago and it didn't um it didn't pan out because that individual thought I wasn't happy. <laughs> like they didn't listen to me. Like I am happy, but yeah. I'm uh, gonna reduce your levels a little bit. <laughs> sorry, I'm screaming into the mic, can't I? Do you yeah. see those levels there? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. My no, apologies. no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Just I said sorry and my apologies. You better take it. No, no, <laughs> start eating. You guys want to like make a baby also? I don't know. Do everything. <laughs> I'm recording. It's not. Which sort of podcast have you been listening to? Where that happened? They've given fries with the sandwiches. No, no, I'm good. Thank you. Can you shut the fuck up and sit down? <laughs> you have to cut all this out. No, uh, no, it's fine. No, but um, back to what love is. I yeah I see again. I think I would be fine in long distance because yeah, there's physical needs, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've been without those physical needs for years before this. <laughs> Suddenly now, what I love need or it's fine. I I have self control and I have my right hand and there's Snapchat, so uh, it's fine. That is not an issue per se. Mm-hmm. But as long as it's not only aspect, about sex, you know. Yeah, I know the emotional aspect of it. No, because. Uh, hmm. I mean obviously I'll be very driven about yeah, long distance there, because <laughs> No I just feel like uh I, I this is all my perspective when a person is so far away from I that's why I respect my parents so much cuz right. like most army people right now like even your parents are posted apart from each other no, right the mothers <laughs> the mother is usually living alone taking care of the kids while the husband's like right. in some right. far off place right. and it's just when you come back after a long day or you're just sitting at home for a long day you just need that person to be around you physically for that comfort it's not about the sex it's not about the I physical get it. Sure. Okay. yeah Perfect. and when you for example if you fight you want to resolve that hmm. i don't know how to do it when you're 2700 oh. kilometers away i have a different you are a manner so obviously no so when there's a fight my only rule is make the person say everything they have to say at that point mm-hmm. don't let them say you know what i'll call you later in the hang up no mm-hmm. call them back and say listen mm-hmm. you have something to say mm-hmm. if you think it's going to hurt me or you think i'm not ready to hear it that's your approach but you should let me have that option if i if you're while you're saying it if i say you know what stop we'll talk about it later then you talk about it later mm-hmm. right but right now if you have something to say say it to me and, and people listen yeah to they you. have they listen to me because obviously Yes uncle you want to come in <laughs> no uh and let the person pour out and mm. don't the don't sleep angry rule was like it's this old yeah, person rule yeah, it's yeah. so fucking true mm-hmm. don't sleep angry sleep sad it's fine don't sleep angry don't sleep with something still left to say right. say the things react to it but not everyone can speak their feelings sure, sure. but that yeah. is a communication issue then it's part of the relationship no It's yeah, it could be a personal issue. You wouldn't want to share your feelings with. Why I am someone. It's not about that person. It could see, be about. In this circle, mm-hmm. I would never. I don't share feelings at all. Yeah, you've never. In, yeah, I've never known if you were in a relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, after a point, obviously. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in when I'm in a relationship or I'm in love with someone, mm-hmm. there's that that line sort of breaks. I'm very open about what I'm feeling and. Communication is very important to me, even mm-hmm. in a relationship. Like right. I know if I communicate everything well, mm-hmm. the relationship is fine. If like us, we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But if that person has personal trouble and stuff like that, that I can't help obviously. But in the relationship, I won't be a problem, mm. right? He seems And very confident for a dude who's not in a relationship. We'll I, see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> no, it's fine. And I'm saying this only off of like very little experience. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Right. So, like But I said, I'm glad if you I have that love later on that different <laughs> guys, I could change my opinion completely. And right? that's the thing about love. You just feel you such just, different. Do you know things. what you know so far? Yeah. And that's true and for that's most. And that's not things. only about love. It's about No, not really. About science, for example. Mhm. 
sure you can't know what you're going to learn tomorrow but the concept may not change yeah the concept I mean, of love is ever evolving given the context of the pandemic and twitter cheat twitter <laughs> tinder i don't date <laughs> on twitter guys fuck <laughs> You do on, on Tinder? Go on Tinder. Has anyone has shared my opinion? <laughs> Eggplant emoji? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I think about three minutes of this podcast is just us laughing. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm no, shut the being, fuck up. Sorry. No. <laughs> uh, no, but I've uh, the context itself of love and all of that has changed so much. No, I don't know. Uh, Tinder scares the fuck out of me. Okay, yeah i don't get the dating apps lifestyle i, I don't get on them like because mm. uh, for me the initial concept of oh there's three lines about this person and four pictures i will swipe right hmm. it just doesn't sit well with me because a the pictures are not going to do me justice and <laughs> <laughs> and b those four lines i would not be able to stick to that word limit i would not be able to complete my profile itself you'd be like too many words bastard and oh yeah no, so you sorry. remember third year we set yeah, up yeah, yeah. No, I no. I remember uh, center predictive text yeah, and use yeah, that yeah. as my bio. Yeah, not anyway, a bio. I think you do one thing. You take this wrapper, bring it close to the <laughs> mic, <laughs> and do. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Mm. No, no, it's fine. I don't think. I mean, we've had enough disturbance. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, call your friend disturbance. Anything specific that you want to talk about? Nah, man. I don't. Uh, I just feel like. Um, the podcast itself is a lot of fun and talking is something no i'm really glad nikhil and i took this up together because no it's like i was mentioning hmm. we just don't fucking talk anymore yeah we put one sentence out there and make 35 assumptions from that one sentence that's yeah. a problem in relationships also i'm just saying <laughs> a lot of people stop assuming things in general no when you're talking to a human being you don't hmm. have to assume things yeah you can ask them i remember i don't send emojis Yeah. I don't use emojis. I have a strong no emoji policy. Even more pretentious things for you guys. <laughs> Hate me more, bitches. But yeah. Uh No, but I think in general we need to talk more. Yeah. When I'm I, really liking what this podcast is doing to that's me. That's fair, dude. Because uh, firstly I never enjoyed talking to people because <laughs> it was always like small talk, right? Exactly. We were never really having conversations. Exactly. Very true. But this is kind of forcing me to have conversations, even yeah. though I have no goals in mind. Okay, I do. I'm not like, oh, I need to monetize this podcast. Yeah. I can't even monetize this podcast. Anchor doesn't have monetization in India. Exactly, it's fine. So there is literally no goal. I just want to sit down, talk to people, and Nikhil and I, hmm. we're flatmates. Okay, but we don't talk, hmm. and it's just so weird. We only like if I see that he's low, I'm like, dude, are you okay? Do you want to drink tonight or something? <laughs> Good talk. Yeah, and that's the maximum. because uh there's just this certain avoidance of emotions that we've started uh it's also that we with. assume we don't have time for it no like over life is going I don't talk about emo <laughs> shut up and sit down and talk yeah but that's not true with me because i have all the time in the world exactly right yeah but see every time you want to talk about your emotions mm-hmm. at least the perspective that everyone is grown up with is that it's a burden on the other person and it's stupid to talk about yeah. emotions but when you're sitting so down for a podcast <laughs> you're expected you're yeah. oh be your weird funny self at least mm. that's what i came here with okay uh-huh. if i this was, is your funny self no it's not okay you, the <laughs> internet couldn't handle that no i'm joking <laughs> okay uh the entire point of this podcast is just a talk Yeah, just to talk aimlessly. Aimlessly, mm. it's amazing because and I think it's going okay. It's going, dude. It doesn't have to go anywhere. That's the point. You've <laughs> had a conversation with a person. You've taken one hour of their time and you've shared it. Uh-huh. Like I said, time is the only resource you have control over. Yeah, you can decide what you do with your time. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. You don't decide what you do with your money. You're going to spend on Swiggy because you live alone. You don't have a cook. Hmm. Your context will decide that, and your time also to a certain extent. But that leftover free time yeah. that you have, mm-hmm. imagine giving it to someone saying, "I want to spend this with you." Thank you, my friend. <laughs> oh, you want to spend it with me? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But yeah, that I think that is the greatest part of this entire endeavor that you've yeah. taken on, right? And I'm I'm glad. Like, uh, I I wouldn't have taken it if like. Nikhil also didn't want to do it because yeah. I was not ready to do it alone. Alone. Yeah. I couldn't have all the responsibility <laughs> <I wonder> and <why. laughs> So it was just very nice that uh 
uh, we you know we were like okay let's do this and we'll yeah. be serious about it because the day i talked to nikhil like episode 2 mm-hmm. uh, i've never talked to him that much yeah i have i don't know him so much and i live with him yeah and it's just weird so i'm i'm hoping this takes us some place no and i think the things you talk about also there's something that it's not hyper specific yeah like, like today's to conversation add, yeah. with you there were no segues i asked a question about russia and then we went to love and then we went to your profession it's just been yeah. someone listening to this will be losing their shit <laughs> what is someone the topic someone listening to this needs to rethink what they're listening to <laughs> Right? No, and no, guys, please. First stay. of all, no, thank. I mean, just skip my podcast, okay? <laughs> I'm. Joking. You're saying this at the end of. Good about it. Think about why. Now they think I'm humble and shit. No, uh, no, no, that's not my understanding of humility. But I enjoyed. Yeah. Everyone will enjoy talking about themselves. Mm. I know people are like, no, I don't like talking about myself, and that's some. I. Do you think I'm an introvert or an extrovert? You're an extrovert. Are you sure? Fully, yeah. How do you say that? from what i've known of you you uh-huh. always had an extrovert yeah, attitude yeah but how much like what the un, the definition of an extrovert is they have lots of friends they go out no no the day. definition of an extrovert is uh, at least according to me if i pick you up in a crowd yeah you won't start sweating yeah and i think pick you, you up in a crowd why would you what <laughs> you got me you yeah you yeah. throw me into a crowd and say address them yeah, yeah, yeah whatever wrangle them or it's the feelings not the words <laughs> But anyway, thank you so much for words, bitch. <laughs> But yeah, uh yes man. Can we end this? Should we end this? I, I would actually we'll uh, talking do a- after this I hope. <laughs> I hope our friendship this isn't the culmination of everything. You're like I need to get my podcast then ditch him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I feel like we'll do a part 2 of this because you and I can go on together like a long time. Title of this next time. Hell yeah. <laughs> Anyway, It's thank like you so much for coming on to episode three of the House Number Seventy yeah, podcast. Yeah, I traveled in the morning for this. It wasn't <laughs> a problem. Hey, we're gonna go to play arena now. Let's go. Gonna we're gonna fun. jump on things. Bye. Yay. Bye. Thank you for listening. Share it around. Comment on Instagram. Follow and everything. Bye. Bye.